Today is February 25th, 2024, where you're reading from the big book of AA, pages 98, now the domestic problem, up to and including on page 99, if there be divorce. Tracy will be our reader, followed by a 20-minute share by Ann A. Tracy, will you read, please? Thank you. Now the domestic problem. There may be a divorce, separation, or just strained relations. When you, when you, I'm sorry, when your prospect has made such reparation as he can do his family and has thoroughly explained to them the new principles by which he is living, he should proceed to put those principles into action at home. That is, if he is lucky enough to have a home. Though his family be at fault in many respects, he should not be concerned about that. He should concentrate on his own spiritual demonstration. Argument and fault finding are to be, avoided, to be avoided like the plague. In many homes, this is a difficult thing to do, but it must be done if any results are to be expected. If persisted in for a few months, the effect on a man's family is sure to be great. The most incompatible people discover they have a basis upon which they can meet. Little by little, the family may see their own defects and admit them. These can then be discussed in an atmosphere of help, helpfulness and friendliness. After they have seen tangible results, the family will perhaps want to go along. These things will come to pass naturally and in good time provided, however, the alcoholic continues to demonstrate that he can be sober, considerate, and helpful regardless of what anyone says or does. Of course, we all fall much below this standard many times but we must try to repair the damage immediately, lest we pay the penalty by a spree. Thank you for letting me read. We don't really stress about the time. Did you hear, I'm sorry. Totally muted, girl. Listen, I just had three grandchildren who spent the night and they just left. So excuse me. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Now, next we will have Ann A, who will share on what was, what was just read. And we don't really stress on the time, but it's about 20 minutes. Would you like me to tell you uh when it's when 15 minutes are up? Uh th thank you. I would love um after the first 10 minutes, um, then the five minutes and the last two minutes, though I don't. Okay, I'll do that. Thanks, Anne. Thank you. I wish I could see you, but I can't. Thank oh. you. Thank you so much. My my name is Anne, and I'm a compulsive overeater. And I want to thank you, Kim, for inviting me to share today and for all the angels giving service and um, showing up. I'm really grateful to my sponsor for all her help and guidance in helping me prepare for today's share. Um, it's kind of my inaugural share, I guess. And I'm so grateful for all of you for your love. Many of you um, I see at uh, my home meeting. I'd like to start out with the set aside prayer. God, Please set aside everything that I think I know about myself, my brokenness, 
my path in you for an open mind and an open heart and a new experience with you, myself, my brokenness, and um, especially you. <laughs> I can relate to the prospect of making reparations, re repairing the damage or the harm that I caused to my family big time. I do believe in a higher power. And I call my higher power God. That's my superpower. You know, as I just said, my disease harmed both my my husband and my daughter. Eight years ago, my my husband had threatened to, uh, well, he was threatened. He was going to walk out the door and go to um, about 400 miles away to the North Woods. Um, I just want to say in April of 2020, I started working the 12th steps after 28 years of marriage. I've been graced to be abstinent and recovered since then. My daughter was 17 at the time. She's now 21. So I've been recovered for 46 months. And I did cause a lot of damage. Um, as the weight started to drop, I started to change both emotionally and um and spiritually. About a year ago at this time, my husband wanted to pursue his this dream. He wanted to have a cabin in the great north woods in another state. He had looked at property before my recovery, but controlling Anne, and this was about oh four and a half years ago, I said no. I don't like it. It needs so much work. Mind you, he's very talented at fixing things. He has so many tools. But my selfishness, my controlling stopped him. Now in recovery, I knew not to be judgmental. For after all, I was practicing the 12 steps. I was quite aware of my selfishness, my controlling, my fixing behavior. And after all, he was 74. He deserves to be happy. Our daughter is in college and she's thriving. Thank you, God. So he wanted to pursue, pursue his dream again. And so he began to look at properties. And he'd be traveling back and forth to this northern state, this New England state that has no income taxes. And I was watching him put in bids and he was just getting over bid left and right as been a very aggressive market uh, last year. And folks were waiving their rights for inspections, for getting the water tested. And uh, one property that I went to look, look at with him was a lovely community. Um, it needed a lot of work, but he wanted to get the water tested. But in the meantime, another buyer, you know, put in a bid for three quarters of what he put in and, um, you know, got it. And he was willing to pay full price. And yes, the water was wonderful. <laughs> but he lost out again. It's like his third property, I think, or fourth. So how I grew, I said, you know, I used to be a real estate agent right before I met him 34 years ago. So I said, hey, you know, you need somebody that's for you. You need um, a real estate agent. 
that has your best interest at heart. And so wouldn't you know, in the rooms, I befriended someone from this state. And I said, um, I think I chatted with her. I said, hey, do you know a real estate agent in this area? And yeah, she did. One thing led to the other. And he was back. He had a property in mine in the same town that this real estate agent um, practices. And um, we went up to meet her. Oh, before that, she had to travel like three quarters of a mile in the snow with her husband to look at the property because it's on a private road and wasn't plowed in the winter. Nobody lived on this part of the road in the winter before. And then we um, went up and um, we looked at the house and uh, the seller's agent was there. And lo and behold, my husband had worked with the seller's agent on that lost property. And I asked her, you know, what did this mean? He didn't seem to know what this meant. And uh, she told me and um, he understood now what that meant, um, which meant he should have paid offered the full price plus more. And you know, that's that's new. Anne always thought she knew all the effing answers, you know, uh, that disease, um, that stinking thinking. Um, and so I was so grateful that I could be humble and ask questions. And despite me being a real estate agent, that was one year and that was so long ago, you know, Things change, um, life changes, right? We grow every day. So anyway, as it turned out, um, he really wanted the property. It's 12 acres. He likes to be alone. And so I said to him, and we took a walk. We're, we're hikers. Um, I said, you know what, Ed? Ooh. I said, you know what? This is your dream. I'm not standing your way like I did before. You know, um, remember that old Ann didn't want him to spend the money, right? I wanted the money. Um, I said, do, do what your heart tells you to. And that's from God because I was closed. I never listened to my heart. You know, I used this part. You know, I was Mrs. Spock, always analyzing, always being an intellectual and not incorporating, you know, God in me. But anyway, I was so grateful I could be of be of service and to support him. And guess what? He got the cabin. We got the cabin. And he's been ever he's been up there ever since last April. It's been a year now. He comes back and forth. Um, but he's living his best dream. He's so happy. And I'm grateful that I um, I'm an instrument of God's love. So because it's, you know, he's older and it's very taxing drive, he wanted to spend Christmas up there. And so our daughter was coming home from college. And of course, she didn't want to travel. Uh, she just likes to travel back and forth to her boyfriend, who's three and a half hours away the other direction. But, you know, I was uh, through my uh, sponsor's guidance and coaching, you know, I'm asking more questions. I'm being non-judgmental. I'm not controlling. 
you know, I said, hey, you know what, I'll do the driving, you know, we'll make it fun, we can stop here and there, you know, do some Googling, see what you'd like to do when we get up there. And so, you know, that's not me. I, I used to be very, as I said, controlling. Everything centered around food. Everything. Let's try the old man would have tried this restaurant, that restaurant. Um, and there's lots of great restaurants um in this state. Um, but I'm not driven by food anymore. I'm driven by service, love, being helpful. And um anyway. So anyway, she Googled, you know, horse-drawn, sleigh riding, snowmobiling, and, and sightseeing. And anyway, I just didn't think I could spend a, a, a long time up there. And I thought it'd be two or three days max, you know, take me a day to travel there, take me a day to recover, have Christmas and come back. But as it happened... You know, I didn't want to leave. It was, uh, we were there a week. He made the cabin very Christmassy. He um, bought a little tabletop tree. I brought the stockings. We exchanged presents. You know, God was in the room. Though they're both agnostic. Um, but God was in the room. Love was in the room. Um, That's 10 minutes, Anne. Great. Thank you, sweetie. Um, you know, God in his mysterious way showed me, um, how I could be of service, how I could repair the damage, right? Because I always suffered from every Christmas, you know, I said, let's play a game. I didn't want to play any games, but this Christmas I said, Katie, uh, do you want to me to bring any games and she said yeah bring monopoly up but we never got a chance to to play it um that was all right you know i um you know uh i always get uh, outvoted and i'm just grateful to be helpful um and he did all the cooking i brought my abstinent food and um you know you know she's a she's 21 tethered to the boyfriend who I accept, who I accept, even though he's in an alcoholic family. Look at me. I grew up in a dysfunctional family, so I can be compassionate and show love and tolerance. And, um, you know, they're up. She's up at three o'clock in the morning talking to him. And there, you know, we're in a one room cabin. I'm trying to get to sleep, but there was no malice in my heart. You know, I said, oh, boy, listen to love. I could see how much they love each other. How beautiful. And I went back to bed. Um, I just wanted to also share, you know, he's very isolated. And so that controlling did come apart. I wanted him to be safe, you know. Um, he is, he, um, my daughter and him have a very special relationship um, you know, when we brought her back from China, that first night in China, he bonded with her because, um, I couldn't, she was crying all night and I didn't know how to be a mother. My fear really gripped me. So anyway, I wanted to, um, visit the police station and just in case there was an emergency and someone could get to him. 
and they assured me, you know, everything's in this one, uh, it's a little town, everything's in one one uh, building, the police, the taxes, the court, the EMS, <laughs> the dispatcher, uh, God, there must be something else to, oh, pay your taxes, <laughs> yeah, and they said, of course, we'll get to him, we have vehicles, you know, snow, the road doesn't have to be plowed, and, uh, you know, of course, I brought them donuts the next day, but anyway, um, I guess that's the people pleasing in me that still hasn't gone away. Um, but anyway, um, the one last thing of business is we didn't have house insurance. And so we went by the insurance place and, you know, she goes, oh my gosh, she goes, what took you so long? It's very hard to get insurance. You didn't get it in eight, in March. And, uh, you know, I was honest, you know, um, I was honest that he was busy repairing it. You know, it was hard for me to say he was worried about money because the repairs are taking a lot of money. But, you know, as God would have it, three weeks later, we have insurance on the cabin. You know, recently he was home and we had a disagreement. For those of you who have college students, you know, you have to apply for that federal, the FAFSA. And, you know, Katie... um god's will again god's gift katie goes to a private university that we would not be able to afford but she gets a scholarship for half of it and i always get nervous at this uh time of the year and and my husband fills it out because of my emotions <laughs> um but i know i thought i had helped i said the wrong thing to him and we had a disagreement and the old aunt came out and the fear came out and i yelled and um, was it me? And then he, because a program is in touch with his feelings. And he shared and he said to me, they never said before, I never want to see you again. And that really hurt. And um, he left the room and I called my sponsor. And she suggested rest and journal if I can and pray. And so I rested, but then he came into our our bedroom, and I could see he was packing to go back up to New Hampshire. And um, this came from God. This didn't come from me. You know, I had to go to work in two hours, but I said, hey, you know what? Let me leave. Uh, I got to get to work. You know, have, you know, take some time. Have Five minutes left, Dan. Oh, great. Thank you. Wow, it goes so fast. Um. And so I left, I went to another town, had lunch, left him alone for six hours, was useful at work. And I came back and I just kept saying, I will not mind be done. And he came up to me and he apologized. He has never apologized to me except one time before. And that was 20 years ago. And as my sponsor says, that's a God wink. Um, you know, um, at work recently, um, I'm an instrument. I'm repairing some damage. I have a new boss. They want me to do this reading online computer thing. And the kids want to do their homework. And my agency wants me to do this reading computerized program to show results. You know, everything's about data. And um, that made me nervous. And 
Yeah, the boss had to, the um, place where I do this is a homeless shelter. And uh, thank God I get along well, or I did, I do, that um, the head of the rec department pulled me aside and said, hey, you know, you did this, this, and this. My staff is uneasy with you. There's somebody was doing my fourth step. And there I was grateful that I could have both feet on the ground and accept it and say, yes, yes, I did that. I, I said, yeah. I said, I owe some apologies, don't I? And um, I made those apologies, though. And, um, you know, that's all because of the program that I could repair any harms I've done at home, at work. And with my daughter, you know, my daughter's in college, you know, thriving. Thank you, God. And sometimes I want to be her God, right? I want to tell her what to do. But she has a higher power. And it's not me. And it's only because of this program that I know that. So, you know, we're, we're reading from working with others. And so I just wanted to... Um, really uh, close because I'd rather hear from you than to hear me. But but I'm grateful because God has given me a life beyond my wildest dreams today. Um, that my job is that we carry the message through our thoughts and our words and our actions, you know, to our families and our sponsors and others. And it is through the love of my higher power that um, I'm living the 12 steps today um, has healed me and um, healing and changing my family and making me, I think, be, uh, I'm a better teacher. At 68, I'm a better teacher and I'm grateful for Two that. minutes left, Anne, but don't stress over the time. No, I'm not. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Um, but I know very, I know in, that I have to, my job as a sponsor is to put the hand of God, to put, to, to, to have them reach and hold the hand of God. And um, I do that, I hope, <laughs> through this big book. I love this big book. This big book is not only a hug, but it has a solution. And, um, Actually, I think that's all I have to say, and I'm grateful. Thank you again for letting me share, and with that, I pass. Love you all. Thank you, Anne.